This is AgriPulse Daybreak for Tuesday, April 19th. Brought to you by Edge Dairy Farmer Cooperative. Good morning, I'm Jeff Nally. Here's today's headlines. House lawmakers introduce supply chain bill. Drought cripples Iraq wheat production and hemp extract arguments in D.C. Circuit today. House lawmakers introduce supply chain bill. Two GOP House lawmakers yesterday introduced a bill aimed at easing supply chain backlogs called the Ship It Act, while the negotiations over the Ocean Shipping Reform Act continue with the House. The measure, introduced by Representatives Michelle Fishback, the Minnesota Republican, and Byron Dublitz, the Florida Republican, bills on a bill introduced last year called the Stop the Grinch Act. That measure was sponsored by in the Senate by Mike Lee of Utah. The legislation includes a slew of provisions aimed at modernizing ports and increasing storage capacity at those ports, as well as a waiver to allow people as young as 18 to qualify for commercial driver's license for work at the ports. The bill would also create a temporary waiver of the Jones Act, a law requiring shipping between U.S. ports to be carried out by U.S. flagged ships. Now take note, another bill to address the supply chain crisis, the Ocean Shipping Reform Act, has been passed in both chambers. It is currently in the House where stakeholders are debating whether to accept a version passed by the Senate that did not include certain House provisions. In a hearing last month, Senator Ted Cruz, the Texas Republican, proposed two amendments to OSRA that would have weakened the Jones Act. Both went down in committee with only Cruz and Lee voting in the affirmative. OSRA passed the Senate by unanimous consent last month. Hemp extract arguments in D.C. Circuit today. The D.C. Circuit Court of Appeals will hear arguments today in a pair of cases challenging a Drug Enforcement Administration rule that hemp producers and processors say could subject them to increased enforcement. At issue are regulations issued in 2020 that said cannabis extract exceeding three-tenths percent THC would be considered a controlled substance. The industry is worried that DEA could enter hemp processing facilities test material that have not been turned into a final market-ready product, but that contain THC above the limit set for dry weight hemp. DEA contends it's simply conforming its regulations to what was in the 2018 Farm Bill and existing law. In a brief, DEA argued that the Hemp Industries Association and fellow petitioner R.E. Botanicals lack legal standing because DEA's rule does not impose controls on substance outside the Controlled Substance Act definition of marijuana and because DEA has not indicated it plans to enforce its regulations against, quote, such substances. Drought cripples Iraq wheat production. Drought continues to plague Iraq, pushing the government to force the reduction of irrigated farming by half. That according to a new report out of USDA's Foreign Agriculture Service. The continued dryness has prompted the Foreign Ag Service to cut its forecast for Iraqi wheat production by more than 40%. Iraq is now forecast to produce just over 
3.25 million metric tons of wheat for the 22-23 marketing year, down from 5.47 million tons for 21-22. And that's going to force the country to import more. Wheat is considered a strategic crop, and the government invests considerable resources into domestic production in the form of subsidized inputs and direct purchases of harvests. That according to the FAS office in Baghdad. The Ministry of Agriculture also determines the wheat production areas each growing season through its National Annual Agriculture Plan. The Iraqi Grain Board, the state-run importing agency, only buys wheat from the U.S., Canada, and Australia. We'll have more AgriPulse Daybreak after this. AgriPulse Daybreak is sponsored by Edge Dairy Farmer Cooperative, the third largest dairy cooperative in the country based on milk volume. Edge is a powerful advocate in Washington for farmers throughout the Midwest. Dairy farmers have always been leaders in caring for the environment, and they continue to lead in addressing changing climate conditions. EDGE believes environmentally focused policies affecting agriculture should be guided by farmers, grounded in science, driven by the market, and sufficiently flexible to allow for innovation at the farm level. Welcome back to AgriPulse Daybreak. ITC rules subsidized Indian soy meal harming U.S. producers. The U.S. International Trade Commission yesterday issued a final ruling that subsidized organic soy meal from India is harming U.S. producers, paving the way for the Commerce Department to set the levels for anti-dumping and countervailing duties on the product. The ITC ruling follows up on a commerce decision that the organic soy meal is indeed subsidized and India is exporting the product at less than fair value. Domestic organic soybean meal processors have been forced to shutter or operate at a loss, making the U.S. organic poultry and dairy sectors almost entirely reliant on India, said the Organic Soybean Processors Association in a statement released after Commerce first announced its intention to investigate. This over-reliance threatens the entire U.S. organics industry and consumers. FDA issues draft guidance on food allergens. The Food and Drug Administration laid out its approach for determining how to evaluate data on potential food allergens in draft guidance issued yesterday. Susan Main, the director of FDA's Center for Food Safety and Applied Nutrition, said the nine major food allergens don't currently represent all foods nationwide that people are allergic to or that cause food hypersensitivities. The guidance, she said, is part of the agency's efforts to evaluate emerging evidence about other non-listed food allergens that can cause serious reactions. The eight major food allergens which require labeling are milk, eggs, fish, crustacean shellfish, tree nuts, peanuts, wheat, and soybeans, though FDA said more than 160 foods are known to cause food allergic reactions. Sesame will become the ninth on the list January 1, 2023. At its draft document, FDA said the first question to address is whether there is, quote, robust evidence that the adverse reaction is immunoglobin E antibody mediated. IgE mediated food allergies, quote, are capable of triggering anaphylaxis 
and are considered the most severe and immediately life-threatening food allergies, FDA said. U.S. Grains Council appoints new vice president. U.S. Grains Council announced Carrie Sefrath would be the organization's new vice president today. Sefrath currently serves as the senior director of global programs for the organization. As vice president, Sefrath would oversee U.S. Grains Council's overseas offices and their efforts to promote U.S. corn, sorghum, barley, co-products, and ethanol, the organization said at a release. I look forward to working with our board, our members, and our global staff to bring my experience in market development and global operations into my new role as vice president, Sifrit said in a release. Well, that's Daybreak for Tuesday, April 19th, brought to you by Edge Dairy Farmer Cooperative. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak, I'm Jeff Daly.